0: This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the Sean
1: Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my beautiful, talented, gifted, giving, fantastic, amazing co-host and mm. producer, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade?
0: What's up, Sean?
1: How are you doing today?
0: I am ridiculous.
1: Radiculous? Yes. Tell me about that.
0: Radical. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Shout out to the Ninja Turtles that's because it's it. the last time you I heard radical. Know. Yes. Kawabunga.
0: Rad, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show today. Really, really honored and excited to have you along with us on this ride today. We're going to be talking about a subject that's really important to me, and it's been a really valuable tool in my kind of superhero utility belt of health, of healing, and of transformation overall, you know, mind, body, the whole gamut, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's going to be really, really great. We're going to be talking about eight life-changing benefits of fasting, and we're going to dive into even what that whole thing is all about. Why is it even called fasting? Yeah. Because it seems slow sometimes when you're doing
0: endless, it. endless, eternally.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into the show, let's go ahead and give a shout out to our show sponsor, our amazing sponsor who makes this possible, right. onnit.com. Head over to onnit.com forward slash model and you're going to get 10% off all of your health and human performance supplements. I'm a huge fan of Onnit as a company, the people that run the company, the integrity that they have, and really the commitment to bringing you the best of the best when It comes to foods and supplementation, and some of the flagship products I love is the hemp force protein. I use that on a daily basis, oh, yeah. especially post workout after training, getting my lift on. <laughs> you know, have you heard this one that uh, flexibility is the ability to flex? See, <laughs> <Nah>. so <laughs> definitely check out the hemp force protein. Also, a huge fan of the shroom tech sport, shroom tech immune. These are formulas that are based on medicinal mushrooms. With some of them, I have. Upwards of 5,000 years of documented history in Chinese medicine, a very storied products, but at the same time, our science today, over the last couple of decades, have been proving the efficacy and the ability that these things have, the resonance they have with the human body. It's really phenomenal mm-hmm. so those are just a couple of things they also have fantastic exercise equipment i have the battle ropes one of them is called big red yes and it is a monster you I know have i've got videos out bell.
2: there
1: mm-hmm. uh on instagram and on facebook i post of us using this even my little he just turned four years old actually today is his birthday is it
0: today yes, yes. i'm ready for the party
1: so shout out to brady yes yes Braden. birthday you know how it is with kids party's gonna be on the weekend that's right you know it's they that is that this like g- is that this like gymnastics gym for kids yeah
2: so that's how we're rolling. That's right.
1: But Ninja Turtle cake will still be present. Gluten free. <laughs> you know, we, we got to take and blend together some of the, you know, so was, we're going to have a great time, but
2: it's be
1: fun. definitely head over to com. Check them out. Uh, my four year old, he was using one side of the rope mm-hmm. to do his um, wave. He was working it out. just wanted to exercise the wave. And so, and then my 14 uh, year old son, my wife and myself, we did different exercises. You
2: guys were getting um, it in. The
1: kettlebells, mm-hmm. the legend those, bells that they yes. have as well. Just incredible stuff. Head over and check them out. O-N-N-I-T dot forward slash model for 10% off on your supplements. Now let's get into the iTunes review of the week.
0: This one is really awesome. So excited about this one. Sean, I have a couple of comments. Now this comes from Dad Dadnamics14. Big first week. Thank you, Sean. Five stars by Dad Dadnamics14. Sean, I have a couple of comments. One of your listeners and a close friend in Pittsburgh highly endorsed your podcast on Monday Monday. I have to admit that I'm shocked at how deep you dig into the science of food. After four days of listening, my wife and I have decided to cut a ton out of our diet because we are too young to be dealing with the junk we've been dealing with. I also wanted to give your dad skills a shout out. I love the story you shared about bringing Brayden to the parking lot to run with you. It barely moved your plans and he will remember it forever. Good work out of you. Request for a show. Can you research Lyme? The chronic side and talk about that.
1: Wow, that is so incredible, man! I actually got the chills mm-hmm. just acknowledging that moment. I didn't think it was a big thing to share, but to hear mm-hmm. that somebody resonated with that—that that means a lot. So yeah. thank you so much. And the limes issue, you know, I've gotten more and more requests to talk about. It's mm-hmm. something that, you know, I've definitely had some really interesting experience with uh, clinically. So I've got some things to share on that mm-hmm. front. Mm-hmm. But it's a really complex. I mean, there's so many different ailments out there that seem complex that really aren't. This one is. There's a lot of parts to it. So that will be in the funnel for sure. At some point, we'll do a show on it. But thank you everybody so much for leaving those reviews on iTunes. I can't even say how much I appreciate it. It's just beyond words. So now let's go ahead and dive into our topic of the day. Today, we're gonna be talking about eight life-changing health benefits of fasting. And what I wanna start with is the word itself, Mm -hmm. you know, because when I would hear this word, I was like, am I supposed to do it fast? (laughs) What does fast mean? So the word itself is derived from the old English, fastan, which means to fast, which also means to make firm, to establish, to confirm, or to pledge. It means essentially to hold fast. Mm -hmm. This is something that's about self-development, you know, something that's consciously undertaken. In our lexicon, you know, it's a little bit different in the animal kingdom, you know, when fasting would actually have different experiences or different presentations, you know, based on the amount of food that's accessible at the time, you know, especially for different animals, hibernation, uh, different times of year, all these different things, where the food is going to be growing, you know, so fasting would be built into the system. But today with our abundance of food and even historically for, you know, since old English was the way that we were communicating. <laughs> this is something where we had uh, pretty high access to food and it's something that's undertaken for a greater purpose. And so there are different types of fasts and I want to cover those really quickly before we get into the different benefits. And then I'll add in some other great bonus stuff at the end. But the different type of fast. so first of all, there's water fasting mm-hmm. and that's pretty self-explanatory. You're just having water only for a specific time period. So this could be ranging from you know, a few hours part of the day to several days to potentially, you know, weeks or longer. You know, many people have undertaken water fast. And this is something that definitely requires much more supervision and understanding and skill to bring to the table. You know, when you're only drinking water, definitely something to consider. Sure. So water fast. And we'll talk more about all of this stuff. Okay. Another type of fast is a juice fast. And I'm a big fan of juice fasting. And we oftentimes call it juice feasting, feasting yes. you know, and this is a way that we can switch on a lot of these processes we're going to be talking about, and especially healing and rejuvenation of the gastrointestinal tract in particular, and still in a tremendous amount of nutrients, that's right. you know, in a bioavailable, really quickly assimilated form to get right to your cells. Uh, so juice fasting, and that's basically you're just making fresh juices and consuming that. So, this isn't like going to the store and buying orange drink. No. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, pasteurized. Like <laughs> right. Uh, Sunny D. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mom, do you remember it. that commercial? Right.
1: And then the kids will be like, oh, there's some orange stuff. There's some purple stuff. There's some orange. What
2: is this? Sunny <laughs> D. Yeah,
1: Everybody's and then pump. So and the sunlight yeah. comes out of refrigerator. <laughs> okay, pasteurized nothingness. <laughs> yes. So, water fast, juice fast. Also, we have something called a micronutrient fast. Mm. And this is something that I actually do pretty consistently. And this is essentially where you're consuming or bringing in essentially calorie-free micronutrients. So this could be in the form of like a green superfood blend, Mm -hmm. you know, like the one that on carries, carries earthgrown nutrients. And a lot of people are like, is it back in stock yet? Right. They told me firsthand that they were reformulating it to make it a little bit better. Which I'm pumped about. And I've had input on a lot of the stuff that they've been making.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. These are my guys. phenomenal. So,
1: and there's also some other things that they're looking to bring to the market as well that I'm really excited about. And just making suggestions. So, when you guys are saying stuff to me, I'm saying stuff to them. Sweet. So, Grow Nutrients. Because people are like, Sean, it's your fault they don't carry it anymore. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be available. That's good stuff. And there's other ones out there that I've used over the years as well. So, green superfood blends or herbs. You know, or herbs, depending Herb. on where you live, herbs. So of the earth. This could be where you're having like herbal teas and things like that for different medicinal properties. And there's, I'm just gonna throw out some different names Come of on. teas you can consider. So, lots of people know about the mate, mm-hmm. you know, your, your herbal mate. Good stuff. Uh, rooibos tea. Mm-hmm. There's a pau Arco tea, which is mm-hmm. very powerful anti-cancer properties, antifungal. It might be the most powerful antifungal there. How do you
0: spell that? P
1: a u. D-apostrophe-A-R-C-O. And don't turn this into a spelling bee, all right? <laughs> Not today, especially for the next one. So Chuchu Huasi, that's another one to yeah, check out. Yeah, with that. Right. <laughs> so, They'll um, know what I'm
0: talking about when I go to the store and I say I'm looking for a Chuchu Huasi.
1: yes. Or, of course, Amazon, go online. yeah. And Cat's Claw, mm-hmm. or Una de Gato, the claw of the cat. Yes.
0: Real. <laughs>
1: so what's so interesting about uh, Cat's Claw is its anti-cancer properties. Also. You know, like there's some clinically proven effectiveness and their wonderful stories really tied to cats claw and as a matter of fact some places on the planet you know if you go down to a certain place in South America and you go to a pharmacy you could potentially go and get cats claws a treatment for cancer but when you bring it it's a treatment for cancer and they of course they have different stuff you know they have pharmaceuticals as well but as soon as you fly over the border back into this country it's no longer a treatment you know and so it's just one of those things where just throwing it out there it's to look into if you have some interest in that just go to Dr. Google, look at uh, cat's claw and cancer. And so there's just a few of the different herbs that you can tune into. Something that I'm really into right now is pu'er tea and also something called shilajee. So shilajee is essentially this mineral pitch. Very, very powerful storied stuff in Ayurvedic medicine tradition. So, and I'll do some shows talking more about this stuff because today's show is about fasting but right. you know, you see how I get excited and yeah. I just start. Well but
0: you touched on that on one of the great episodes that went into Yeah, the, Sheila G. Yeah. And the so, um
1: the different herbs. So mm-hmm. we'll put that in the show you have notes. To so share the top that again. The top herbs and essentially kind of supplements and mm-hmm. things that might be even in your cabinet right now for fat loss. Yep. So we'll put that in the show notes. Definitely check that out and you can hear more about Sheila G and why I'm really into
0: mm-hmm. it. We had fun with that
1: one. So macronutrient fasting is just taking these things in for a certain time period. All right, so those are three different types of fast. The fourth way is a liquid fats fast. All right, so when a lot of people are doing this today with the advent of like fatty coffee, fatty tea, blending fats into your hot beverages, essentially. So this could range from MCT oil, like mm-hmm. the one that Onnit carries, to coconut oil, to grass-fed butter, to ghee, and just blending fats that, once they're heated to a certain temperature, melt and they make something really nice yes. with your drink. And so this way, Creamy, for some people, they really run very well on these fats and they also help their bodies shift over to use ketones as fuel instead of glucose, which according to the research, it is potentially a cleaner burning fuel and really great for your brain as well. And by the way, why you'd want to do this is your brain and your nervous system really run on fats. Mm-hmm. So you can become deficient in a lot of this stuff if you're fasting too long without adding some of these things in. And so in my program, The Fat Loss Code, we actually cater to different people in their fasting program, depending on their body type. You know, so some people I would encourage them to do liquid fats in their fasting, Mm -hmm. whereas other people I ask them to add in more protein compounds. So it might be a protein supplement or might be something like a dense protein superfood like spirulina, which is 71% protein by weight, for example.
2: Sure.
1: So that's number four on our list. Let's move on to number five on the list of different types of fasts. Number five is a blended foods fast. So this is where essentially making like smoothies and blended soups and things like that, and this is a wonderful way to get in a lot of different macronutrients and also give your digestion a break because it's kind of pre-digesting the stuff for you. But more so, it's a really great way to power pack and concentrate your meals and to give your cells a lot of different nutrients that oftentimes we're not getting with our day to day. I really think that that's a valuable thing to do at the, the tops and tails of a juice fast or a water fast to give your body a good transition back okay. into whole foods. So blended foods fast is number five. I've got two more for you guys. Number six is a raw food slash fruit and vegetable fast. I like that one. So this is where you're taking a break from denser proteins, you know, animal foods and things like that. And we're eating raw food. So I'm not saying raw meat, but raw fruits Mm -hmm. and vegetables, (laughs) maybe some nuts and seeds are thrown in the mix. And of course, you can add in the micronutrients we talked about earlier, the herbs, the superfoods, things like that. There's something that happens with protein synthesis. And this is basically your body's ability to utilize protein better, Mm -hmm. right? So taking a break from eating dense proteins, clinically proven, when you come back and you start to consume them again, your body's more efficient at utilizing them and also breaking things down and detoxifying, eliminating the metabolic waste products, right?
0: We learned a lot and I found a great deal of value when we spoke with Shalina mm, from Young and Raw. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of they even have the one day and the three day type of right. programs to kind of introduce you know, going raw for a period of time and even longer. But yeah. that was a, a great program that introduced that
1: to yeah. me. Yeah, it's like a great little jump start. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Shalina. Yep. It's one of my favorite people.
0: Well, one of my favorite shows. And
1: so we'll put that in the show notes as well. Uh, the last type of fast is an intermittent fast. So this is essentially taking a portion of your day each day and fasting and then you eat food on another portion of the day. Hmm. So for example, a common intermittent fast would be you eat from the hours of say 2 p.m. until 10 p.m., you know, so an 8-hour window, and then from 10 p.m. until the next 2 p.m. the next day is when you're fasting. All right, so this is an intermittent fast. And these can be constructed different ways and I'm a big fan of this form of fasting because the reality is some of the stuff we're going to talk about, the benefits with fasting from things like water fasting, you can get a lot of this from doing some intermittent fasting strategically. Okay. And so at this point,
0: And don't you do something like that? Because, you know, one of the programs you were talking about, uh, your routine mm-hmm. and that yeah. like not until 1030, would you see some food that you would actually consume? Yeah. Like the and morning would. Do. I've
1: experimented with a lot of this yeah. stuff. So, and I just, I tend to really hook on to the things that, Feel the best, <laughs> you know, so definitely it's part of my regimen. And that was in the day in the life episode, I think, mm-hmm. if I'm correctly. I'm certain
0: there you helped put the framework okay. together for that. And right, maybe so. it, it just keeps resonating with me. So before I jump up and put something in my mouth to eat. You know, I'd start with uh, the water, of course, which comes from your routine. So that's, yeah. you probably want to include that one.
1: Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> Just even if you're not doing any of this or implementing fasting, but it, you're going to be hard pressed to not be inspired to do some strategic fasting that's pretty pain free after hearing what we're going to talk about today. Well, but yeah, doing that, options. doing that morning inner bath, mm-hmm. you know, where you're drinking a significant amount of high quality water when you first wake up can do wonders for your energy, yeah. for your your clarity for your skin, so many great things. And so we'll put that in the show notes as well, the day in the life episode. But now let's go ahead and dive into the eight life-changing health benefits of fasting. And again, we'll circle back around and talk about the different types of fasting within this context. So number one on our list of life-changing health benefits of fasting, number one is that fasting radically improves metabolism. Your metabolism is basically, it's governed by your hormone function. Your hormones are are what are really controlling what's going on with your metabolism. So a lot of people know about your thyroid. So this is located right here at the base of your throat, and it's known as the master gland of your metabolism, right? So your thyroid hormone is critical, but also your thyroid is communicating with the hypothalamus in your brain, your pituitary gland, your adrenals, your ovaries, or for the fellas, the testes, all of this stuff is happening on the same kind of channel or superhighway. So if there's something kind of screwed up with your hormone function at any of those points, it can cause a big problem with your metabolism. So fasting initiates hormonal changes that make stored body fat more accessible by your body. Right? Okay, run this that by really me one more time. So fasting initiates hormonal changes that make stored body fat more accessible. Okay. All right, so. To be used up. Right. One of the triggers here, and let's go ahead and get into what with these hormones. So insulin. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this on past shows many times. It's the number one fat storing hormone slash energy storing hormone, okay? Which this energy, the stored glucose is potential fat once we get into spillover, mm-hmm. right? So your muscle glycogen gets full, then your liver glycogen, then it's something called spillover, which lipogenesis, which literally means fat creation right. can take place, right? So insulin is really important in this because your body through fasting clinically proven to decrease the amount of insulin that's circulating in your system, right? So we're going to get a significant drop in insulin levels, which the kind of catalyst, or we'll just say on the other side, we'll say the antagonist or the super nemesis or something. (laughs) Uh, So insulin can be considered, we'll say insulin, there's a superhero movie which is super villains okay right suicide squad there we go you know it's coming out soon depending on when you hear this episode mm-hmm. you might be two years from now it's already out. Like, <laughs> that movie sucks.
0: oh or they're like it's the
1: best movie ever <laughs> right. so suicide squad so even when i'm saying it's a villain it's not really a villain so insulin will say is the villain okay and then on the other side the hero is going to be glucagon okay oh, so insulin and like glucagon these are opposites it's the antithesis of one another so when insulin is up glucagon is down and vice versa so when insulin starts to drop glucagon goes up and glucagon is a hormone that literally also produced in the same place so your pancreas right that produces insulin also produces glucagon but it's a binary system so it's either off or on it's doing one thing or the other it can't do both at the same time so
0: so when they come in the middle they clash and then all right. the, uh, the lightning and stuff comes off of and whoever the is lightning. on top wins yes
1: And so, glucagon is a hormone that literally triggers your cells to start breaking down and emptying their contents, their fat. Right. So, when insulin's going on, it's storage. When Mm -hmm. glucagon is going on, it's removal and breakdown.
0: Who do we want to have in? This is all the balance. It's Uh all the balance. Yes, of
1: course. Because you don't want to be unable to store energy.
0: True. Right.
1: You'd be walking around. You'd be a puddle. (laughs) <laughs> right? So you'd be a different superhero. I think that yeah. was on X-Men it turned somebody to a puddle. I don't know why we're on the superhero thing, but
0: <laughs> that's how we do.
1: This is what happens with improving your metabolism is the fact that insulin levels drop significantly. So there's also this other commonsensical thing that happens with weight loss and metabolism changing with fasting because obviously you would think that you're gonna be eating less food, right. you know And also even if it's intermittent fasting, maybe one less meal. so you'll potentially be consuming less calories. Though that may be true, that's not always true. And so we don't want to lean on that as a weight loss mechanism. We don't want to jump into fasting to try to dupe our body. Because what can potentially happen is a slowdown in your metabolism if you're not doing this stuff properly and really taking care to nourish yourself on the other side.
0: You can do yourself some real damage, but that takes it back to when you shared about the the meaning of the word to make firm and to hold fast. And that's not about weight loss. That's about getting a mindset. And I love that.
1: Yes. And a big part of our metabolism is our muscle, right? Muscle is your body's fat burning machinery. Mm -hmm. I can't say that enough. Muscle is your body's fat burning machinery. And so what's so interesting with calorie restrictive diets, you're going to see a significant decrease in your muscle mass. You're going to lose a lot of that weight is going to come from your muscle mass and check out Jonathan Baylor's work. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had on the show multiple times. I love that guy and the calorie myth and really bringing forth the understanding that when we're cutting away calories and doing more exercises, you're going to lose a lot of your muscle. So again, dropping your metabolism down. Whereas, according to the research, there's less muscle loss when you fast versus calorie restriction. All right. So according to the International Association for the Study of Obesity, intermittent fasting is more effective for retaining muscle mass than daily calorie restriction. And this really, again, explains what Jonathan Baylor was bringing to the forefront. Now, this is just one of the benefits of fasting. And I don't want people to hang their hat on this one because losing weight, fat loss is really about a lifestyle change and not right. some temporary fix. That's it. That's you know, it. and I don't want to see people getting hooked on seeing the benefits mm-hmm. of like, you know, my waist is smaller, or whatever the case may be because they did a fast and then they become addicted to mm-hmm. doing fast every time something goes wrong in their
2: life. Right.
1: All right? I don't want this to become a crutch. I want this to become there. a mm-hmm. tool.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's number one, that fasting radically improves metabolism. Let's move on to number two. And this one is fasting improves brain function. And this is something that's super inspiring to me and a big reason why I embark on occasional fast and also intermittent fasting on a pretty consistent basis. So uh, first and foremost, fasting increases levels of something called brain-derived neurotropic factor or BDNF for short.
0: BDNF.
1: And this is a protein that protects your healthy neurons. It protects your healthy cells in your brain. And this is critical stuff, right? Because your brain cells are super valuable. Mm -hmm. You know, when you start losing those bad boys and not protecting them and not rebuilding them, that's when we start to have neurological diseases show up. And, you know, we start forgetting where we left our keys, let alone... Where we left our car.
0: (laughs) Or our children. (laughs) Right.
1: So we want to take good care of our brain. Fasting actually increases this BDNF, which is phenomenal. And by the way, a deficiency of brain-derived neurotropic factor has been implicated in ailments such as depression and several other brain disorders as well. All right. So there's one thing. Also, fasting restores mental capacity through increased neurogenesis, which literally means creation of new brain cells, right? And also increased density of neuronal synapses. So these are the connections between your brain cells get improved through fasting. Super powerful stuff. Very good. So one of the that I want to mention here is that fasting also boosts neuronal autophagy, okay? Neuronal autophagy. And this basically breaks down to mean the Elimination and recycling of damaged brain cells. Oh, good! And to clear an inability out the space for all those neurogenesis. Yes, exactly. You've got neuro- to get cells. rid of yes. the waste yes. because every cell in your body does what you do. Essentially, mm-hmm. it consumes, mm-hmm. it makes poop, it reproduces. <laughs> brain right, poop. So, this and so the brain poop. So being able to get rid of the waste products, the metabolic waste products from your brain, is incredibly important. So this neuronal autophagy, a lack of this function has been implicated as possibly, and this is the biggest theory on the table, the number one driver for Alzheimer's. I was
0: going to ask you.
1: All right, so it's it's like a buildup of waste in the brain. Mm -hmm. So, by fasting, you can radically improve your brain function and get a lot of these different benefits, which could probably translate to more focus, more clarity, more energy. A lifting of brain fog is one of the common things I would hear from people when we would put them on to strategic fast back in the day when I was running my clinic and doing this stuff. And like after the first couple of days, it's like, I had this brain fog. I didn't even know it was there. It's Mm -hmm, been lifted. mm -hmm. All right. So next up on our list of eight life-changing health benefits of fasting, number three is fasting slows down the aging process.
0: Yes. Fast me. Fast me.
1: (laughs) So this is one of the only clinically proven ways to trigger your body to produce more human growth hormone, a la HGH. Mm -hmm. not Barry Bonds, not Jason Giambi, not Marion Jones, but the endogenous production of your own HGH from within your own system. So this would be produced by your pituitary gland. And this is really, really important because human growth hormone is often referred to as the youth hormone, Mm -hmm. right? Kids have a lot of it. That's why they're so energetic. They're so anabolic, right? Mm -hmm. It's an anabolic hormone. It's the building up of growth development. And we have a decrease in that between the age of 18 and 20 for most of us. A big part of it is sleep. You know, sleep is when you produce a nice amount of human growth hormone, but if you're not getting great sleep, Mm -hmm. that can be a problem. Strength training is another way. There's certain foods we've talked about historically on the show that can trigger your body to produce more HGH. So when it really boils down to it though, fasting to see an increase in human growth hormone production is kind of in a league of its own. And it's not just the human growth hormone. There's also this cellular repair that takes place. And again, clinically noted. And so what I wanna share with you guys is a couple of things. Now, the effects of fasting seen clinically are really quite dramatic. Mm -hmm. And so one of them was a study with rats and they fasted these rats every other day, okay? This was a every other day fast. And this is a form of an intermittent fast. And these rats ended up living 83% longer than the rats who were not oh. fasted. Okay? 83% longer. It's huge. And to put that into context for you guys, because um, so animals in the wild that eat their natural diet live an average of 10 times the number of years it takes them to reach maturity. Okay? 10 times the number of years it takes them to reach maturity. So, for example, chimpanzees, shout out mm-hmm. to uh, Bubbles, <laughs> <laughs> reach maturity by the time they're oh, five. I how
0: Bubbles is doing.
1: They reach maturity by the time they're five and they live to be about 50 years, for instance. Meanwhile, most humans' lifespan is barely five times the number of years it takes us to reach maturity. There's a big disconnection again from our nature mm-hmm. because of how we're being nurtured or unnurtured
0: exactly. in a way. Domesticated.
1: So we have a lot more lifespan potential there, but there are humans who are experiencing this. And so uh, there's a Syrian in the Guinness Book of World Records who fathered nine children After the age of 80, after the age of 80, (laughs) and went on to live to 133 years. There's an Armenian who, from his military records, uh, appeared to live to 167 years. Really? And a lot of people know about Okinawa. Boasts almost 1,000 people who are age 100 or over and the highest number of verified centurions in the world, so people who are 100 or older. And to put that in context again, the average American right now, Lifespan is right around 72, 75 years. And for doctors, just to put this out there for people who might not be aware, the average age of life expectancy is 58 years. All right. So again, we've got some misconstrued things happening in our culture when it comes to health and even our concept of what health can look like. So again, let me go back and break this down a little bit more. Fasting slows down the aging process. You're going to get bigger production of human growth hormone, cellular repair, gene expression. So your genes literally print out copies of you. And this could be, you know, good copies or the copy that's been copied that's been copied. Mm. It's like that copy looks bad. right? So it could print out crappier copies of yourself basically yeah. based on what's going on with your genes. And so fasting helps to have a healthier gene expression, you know, basically optimizing and turning on more genes that are attributed to anti-aging properties versus accelerated aging properties, okay, so.
0: Yeah, because it almost seems like, you know, as you compare those things, that it's rushing us yeah. to our end yeah, as opposed to prolonging, preserving.
1: Right, burning right through. But yeah, it's yeah. Just, And so the reason that I brought up those examples is also to understand how would human growth hormone increase if we weren't accessing food? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why would that even happen? Because you would think food keeps me going. Exactly. And the answer is that it's a built-in biological adaption. You know, it really helps the human body for evolution to be more robust and strong when food isn't around so that I can continue to carry on and find mates, to find community, to find food, yeah. to survive, to keep the process going. That makes sense. All right. So there you have it, guys. That's number three on our list of eight Life-changing health benefits of fasting. Let's move on to number four. Number four is fasting improves the immune system and protects you against cancer. Published study in the Current Opinion of Oncology states that fasting was found to decrease the incidence of carcinogenesis, so basically the generation of carcinogenic cells. Fasting was also found to slow the tumor growth and augment the efficacy of certain systemic agents slash chemotherapy drugs in various cancers. So essentially the fasting, it helped to slow tumor growth and also helped the function of the medications or treatment that they were receiving.
0: Including chemo.
1: Including chemotherapy.
0: Which is a uh, pretty common
1: uh, treatment. As we talked about on past shows, we have Ty Bollinger on, best-selling author, Mm -hmm. and really breaking down the cancer industry and also the disease itself. We understand that a lot of people actually pass away more frequently from the chemotherapy than the actual cancer. cancer. The treatment Mm -hmm. is very, very taxing. yes. Because it's destroying your immune system and your immune system is really the bridge between you and cancer. You know, your immune system is what destroys cancer cells on a normal day-to-day basis because we all produce cancer cells. But if your immune system is working properly, we'll go and break those things down. But if things start to get out of whack, then cancer can kind of get on top of you. And so definitely we're gonna put those episodes in the show notes because they're critical. They're definitely critical because cancer is at epidemic proportions. And even though we've shared this message, I don't think it can be shared enough because when cancer hits a loved one or hits a family member or hits you, you know, somebody in your life, it can change everything and not the best way. You know? So we wanna be educated and armed to be able to take care of ourselves and to encourage our loved ones to do the same. And so in the Journal of Cancer Investigation, short-term fasting increased survival rates of tumor-bearing rats. So basically, these rats that had tumors, that they developed the tumors in the rats, by the way.
0: Sure.
1: Science knows how to give you how tumors. How give you right? I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: Say it, Sean. Make and it so plain.
1: they very strategically gave these rats tumors, but their life was extended by fasting. There was a study published in Mechanisms of Aging and Development that looked at the effects of alternate day fasting on a very specific type of cancer, lymphoma. Alternate day fasting that was initiated in middle-aged mice through a four-month period, okay, this is over a four-month period, reduced significantly the incidence of lymphoma. 0% of these rats that were put into that group developed lymphoma, whereas 33% of the controls who didn't fast developed lymphoma, okay? Right there in black and white again. And there's also a remarkable difference was observed in the overall food consumption between the alternate fed mice and the other mice, it was bottom line, they were consuming about the same amount of calories. It's just when they were consuming them.
2: Mm-hmm. They're Good consuming,
1: time. right. So, this is an important factor. Sure. And even in intermittent fasting, it doesn't mean that you need to eat less per se. It's just when you eat. Right. It's putting it into a certain window to give your body time to do all the reparative stuff. I hope this is starting to all That's make sense it. to you guys.
0: Yes, that part right there, very enlightening. Yes.
1: So they also noted a significant decrease in the mitochondrial generation of something called reactive oxygen species, which we've talked about multiple times on the show. Also, R.O.S., we can call it R.O.S., <laughs> We we call it R.O.S.
0: Like a R.O.S.
1: So reactive <laughs> oxygen species. So we saw a decrease in that, uh, which is a catalyst for inflammation, which is another underlying kind of current of the proliferation of cancer. There was also one other study that and there's so many I looked at that I put in to share with you guys was a study done with cancer patients that showed that essentially all side effects of chemotherapy were reduced by short-term bouts of fasting. Okay? Statistically, looking at the graphs, every symptom that you can get from the chemotherapy was reduced Amazing. across the board. Amazing. So it's just another again another tool to have out there for people who are undergoing treatments right now or something might come up in the future. It's not saying, you know, don't go through traditional medicine. Of course, you want to do everything you can naturally first, in my opinion, but to couple this with things that can help you to survive that process because it's
2: it's
1: very, very toxic. All right. So let's move on to number five on our list of eight life-changing health benefits of fasting. Number five is that fasting improves insulin sensitivity. So we talked already a little bit about insulin in regards to metabolism, but Insulin and glucose and that whole relationship going on in your body, if insulin isn't functioning properly, we can start to have a lot of damage to our organs and tissues. So fasting helps to improve your insulin sensitivity. So essentially enables your body to significantly handle carbohydrates better. Mm -hmm. This is so important. Your body can handle the glucose that you're bringing in far better if you employ some strategic fasting in your life. Okay, And it also aids in optimal hormone function overall, which we've already talked about. Now, another big part here is your liver function. Oh, boy. All right, so how does liver function relate to insulin sensitivity? Well, your liver is responsible for the breakdown of insulin. Mm -hmm. Okay, so your pancreas is producing it. Your liver has to break it down. Love your liver, right? Your liver is also referred to as the second brain. It's doing so many processes to keep you alive. The most regenerative, resilient organ we have but it can get beat down through all the stuff that we go through on a day-to-day basis. We live in very abnormal conditions. You know, Just call it what it is. Even if we're eating it. great food, even if we're sleeping great, there's still things we're exposed to that our ancestors weren't. And so this process to help to improve liver function, its ability to break down insulin so it's not playing around in your system is really important. So that's number five is fasting can improve your insulin sensitivity, all right? make you more sensitive (laughs) sensitive okay let's move on to number six number six is fasting improves digestion how so yes i'm not putting anything down in there how is it fixing my digestion sean
0: how is it
1: so obviously captain obvious in the building obvious obviously
0: (laughs) (laughs) not so obvious
1: Obviously, fasting is going to give your organs a break. Okay. All right. From that constant barrage of food coming in, just breakfast, pushing lunch, pushing dinner, pushing breakfast, pushing lunch, pushing dinner, pushing snacks, pushing dessert, (laughs) pushing lunch, pushing snack, Mm, and just this constant- Happy hour. Barrage. And every time your organs have to kick in a hyper gear to try to, essentially, it's doing the most miraculous process, which is turning other into you, turning external substance into human tissue- Turning pizza into person, you know, turning (laughs) banana into brain cells, you know, like I can go on and on, Uh Uh
2: but bottom
1: line is it's a miraculous and arduous process. Just imagine to basically transmutate and to turn something outside of yourself into who you are. Mm
0: -hmm. So to give you. We have to grab hold of that idea and understanding that that is what's happening here so that it's not just some passing of. Food to energy, to waste. It's right. way more than that. Yes. It becomes who we are. That's that whole information piece that we're trying to emphasize. Yeah. Understand what this model really is.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we also have to understand the implications of the immune system involved in eating. Mm-hmm. Because, so first of all, the vast majority of your immune system is located in your gut. And why is that so? Is that this is the front line of protection again, because what you put down in that Pie hole. (laughs) It could end you. It could. It could end you, you know. And so your immune system needs to be right there on top of things to make sure that you are all right and you survive. But again, we live in different circumstances where our ancestors, there was more experimentation going on. Whereas like we know we're getting. Even if we're eating a hot pocket, yeah, that's an experiment. It's a slow death, absolutely.
0: You got to know that it's anything goes with that. We got the FDA protecting us, Jay. Well, the commercial says they say eat lean pockets if you want to live longer. (laughs) Yes, right. That's the thing. So (laughs) you like
2: saying that?
1: Here's the reality, though. But that's real, you know. Here's the reality: when that food comes into your system, it has to be on high alert, right? And again, if we're doing this over and over and over and over three squares and three snacks a day or whatever it is people are doing, it's this constant process is going on our bodies never really get a break. You know, by the time your system is done processing lunch, dinner is already on the way. It's like, it's in there already. And so it's like this incomplete process.
0: Well, I'd love for you to add in, and especially when you talk about willpower versus biology and what's really happening with our body and having you as our resident scientist is super cool. But if that's the case, if my body's not done doing the work and the process hasn't finished, why then is there a signal going off that says, hey, I'm hungry, put more in here. You got to help people really land on that, that it's not.
1: You're bringing up something really important. And this is actually something that I was going to speak to in the next point. Really? Yeah. So let's go ahead and transition to that point. And I'll just finish off number six with fasting improves digestion by saying that Uh, clinically it's been shown to promote better bowel function. So you can start to sort your poo situation out, Mm -hmm. you know, and also heal from ulcers or, you know, inflammatory bowel disease or symptoms of colitis, things like that. When you stop putting stuff in there constantly, if that's where the wound is, let's stop putting stuff over it, especially Mm -hmm. the wrong stuff. But of course it doesn't mean you have to fast to help to see relief in those things. I mean, there are many things you can consume that can help to accelerate the healing process. But this is a really valuable tool to have in your tool belt. All right, so let's move on to number seven and really talk about what you just brought up, which is number seven on our tips of eight life-changing ways that fasting can benefit your life is that fasting increases personal development.
0: Yeah, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> so here's what I experienced. This was something that was definitely far-fetched to me until I saw the results from somebody who I care about deeply, you know, namely my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time and her being diagnosed with, you know, these cervical cancer cells and being up in arms and very afraid and having access to her mother, who's helped so many people over the years and telling her, you know, essentially you just need to do this. And she put her onto this structured fast and had her to implement these different herbs and things like that. And bottom line, after the 21 days, day 22, she goes to the clinic, gets the test done. They can't find anything. They found significant rogue cells and now there's nothing they can find and like that changed my paradigm Mm -hmm. because to see something like that firsthand was life-changing for me because the thing was we have these little boxes of belief you know for me i recovered from a so-called incurable spinal condition you know degenerative spinal disease right where there's nothing i can do about it i was subjected to just pain my entire life and no healing and to have that situation completely reversed I was in a very powerful position of understanding like, wait a minute, there's nothing incurable. But then when it came to cancer, I'm like, but that's Ooh, cancer that's though.
2: Cancer, yeah.
1: You know, again, I'm going to keep saying this statement as many times as I can on this platform and as many other places to think that something's incurable outside of the healing power of what created you is just silly. Mm-hmm. It's foolish.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, there's so much more to us that we often don't see because we're so caught up in the day to day,
2: but your body knows what to do.
1: You have an innate intelligence within you that is governing all this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? So no matter what you believe, we all believe in something. We believe that when we walk outside that the ground is gonna be there, you know, that the sky isn't going to fall, gravity is gonna keep working. We're gonna believe that when we get in our car, we're gonna make it to our destination. If you don't believe this, then we wouldn't even set foot outside our door it'd be too much fear but we all have belief it's just we have different levels of belief and even that fear is a belief absolutely you know believing
0: that the worst or that that reality seemed real you know false
1: so it makes it easier to stack conditions in your favor yeah when you do have more of a positive outlook on your body's ability to heal itself than just being like whatever and but still doing the stuff to get better Mm -hmm. you know but i just think it gives you another edge and uh, you can check out the work from Dr. Lisa Rankin, for example, Mind Over Medicine, and see the power that your mind has and your belief on your healing. Sure. And so when I saw that process, I decided to embark on it because I wanted to help one of my clients. And I recommend they do the same thing my wife just did, but I couldn't do it out of good consciousness if I hadn't done it myself. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I roll. That's how I roly-poly. So I did a 21-day uh, juice fast.
0: Structured. Yeah, Did Mama Mukami. Put yeah,
1: my mother-in-law, yeah, she gave me the template, but I really, you know how I am, like, yeah. I find all the the nooks and crannies yeah, and how you, can I really it, I'm sure. streamline this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I did the process and about three days into it, I realized, like, I got a clear separation of that voice in my head and myself, like, I can hear the thoughts, like, I never really realized that I wasn't really hearing my self think you know like it was just the thoughts were going in my head and i just identified with those thoughts it's like that's my that's who i am then i got to just hear the crazy thoughts that would come up like Mm -hmm. why are you doing this (laughs) It's not worth it. This is stupid. Right, right. I'm hungry. Right. <laughs> like literally, no. It wouldn't make a difference if you just go get a burger. Right. You know, go do something. You get
0: back on. You it know, maybe tomorrow. even a veggie. You could
1: get a veggie burger. It'd that? be better. That's right. You know, blend
0: it up, mash it up. <laughs> and so I got
1: face to face with that. Yeah. And for me, it really became about mastery and being able to master my mindset. And to make the distinction between my mind going and me being able to tell my mind what to do. Instead of it dictating what I'm doing, for me to put the mental images up. Instead of just being negative about something, now I can proclaim positivity or optimism or whatever the case may be. I realized that it was up to me. Sure. Instead of the environment dictating how I feel.
0: Well, that's where I like that we're emphasizing a conscious mind because your unconscious or subconscious or randomness, your mind is powerful. It can do a whole lot of things while you're trying to exist. But the conscious controlled mind is the one that starts putting things into order. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I get you feel like that. I understand you feel like that, but here's what we're going to do. You know, maybe you are hungry. I get that, but here's what we're working on right now. So come with me. Yeah. You know, the conscious mind is what puts it into order.
1: Absolutely. And, It's not that you have to fast to have this breakthrough happen. Yeah, but it sure helps. It creates, this is why it's built into so many different religious structures as well. Like every major religion has this blueprint Mm -hmm. of fasting built into it. Sure. And it's to get you closer to what's real, Mm -hmm. you know, to get you closer to reality. Because we think this is reality because this desk and this Mm -hmm. microphone are solid things. We're not seeing everything. Right. Not even close.
0: Like, look at my pen. It (laughs) looks like it's. There is no
1: spoon, Jade.
0: Right, right. There is no <laughs> Shout
1: out to the Matrix, Keanu Reeves.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So what makes it easier, though, is the fact that so much energy is required to digest the food you're eating. Mm-hmm. So this frees up energy and space that can be uncomfortable. Like you got to start looking at stuff, you know, because a lot of times food can suppress our emotions. It can comfort us. You know, and things that we don't want to feel can be yep. pushed down by a good sandwich or, you know, some pizza or a steak and some sweet, whatever it might be, or even if it's healthy or whatever the case. Yeah. yeah, We don't feel as much because there's so much sensitivity in our digestive tract, you know, so. That's powerful. And according to the research, it could be 60% plus of your energy each day is required just to digest the food you eat. That's a lot that's of energy shirt. that's being used to digest. But again, it's the most Incredible process known to man, which is turning that stuff outside of you into you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you really think about it So that is now why is hunger good? Why is hunger good? It's because our relationship with food is more about habit than need Okay, wow. our relationship with food is more about habit than need and this is something that's really transformed in our society today where we have instant access to anything that you can imagine Fried Snickers, here you go. Oh,
0: there are
1: too. You know, Chipotle, even though they got the good stuff <laughs> there, the local vegetables and grass-fed, whatever, still, you know, it's a habit thing. We have access to it all, anytime, right. you know? And so we never really get to see or experience true hunger, you know, and what kind of vitality that actually brings to your life. And the gratitude that, that brings to your life when you do have food, because we're jaded right now, you know. And that was one of the greatest things. So after that process, that was the first time that I had a salad in my life, and yeah. I've shared this story yes. before. Because I before, I find
0: that so shocking.
1: I didn't eat a salad until I was twenty-five I years old, that guys. So
0: shocking! But my entire I thank life. You for sharing. So this is because another
1: reason why I'm good at what I do. I was yeah. messed up, right? <laughs> All right, so I was like butterfingers. Po boy sandwiches hawaiian punch just a little punchy
0: these things come out of your mouth is amazing. that's what i
1: was on you know and every yeah. fast food whatever that's how i was living and that's why i was stricken with disease mm-hmm. you know and so i wanted to eat salad i'm like i'm a healthy guy but at the time i was definitely far ahead of the curve because i was juicing those vegetables and blending them into stuff hiding them but just to eat a salad like it would just this gag reflex, you like, oh, actually... oh my God, <laughs> you know, like I would actually, I, I remember the time right before I did the fast, uh-huh. my uh, mother-in-law's, again, it's my girlfriend's mom at the time. She made this amazing salad, which I love now, uh, with this dressing she made. And I took a bite. I'm just like, oh, I'm right, go for it. I took a bite and I was just like w- right to the trash
0: can. Wow.
1: After this fast, I went over to Whole Foods and I transitioned, you know, the blended foods and all that stuff. until I'm like, I'm going to have a salad. And I went to the back of Whole Foods uh, where people are seated at and I take a bite of the salad and I'm chewing. And I'm just like, this is really good. Yeah, it's and working. Then, but then, and I swallowed that bite. Then my brain was like, this next bite though, you're going to throw up, bro. <laughs> and so I took the next bite and it's just like, it was still good. And I sat there and I ate that whole and salad for the first time. Way. Yeah. And when I was leaving out, I was throwing my, you know, the box away and I told this random person, I was like, I just ate a salad. And they're just like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. There was Good no. What you, did they guy. say? They said, oh, "Great job." Uh, <laughs> Just walked. You had out. had some
0: support there.
1: And so, you know, this is another thing that this helped to reset my tastes. Mm. You know, my palate changed because I gave my body the opportunity to actually experience what hunger and need is. Mm-hmm. My body mm-hmm. needed those nutrients. You know, it didn't need the nutrients from the
2: hot pocket.
1: <laughs> it needed the nutrients from that salad, and so. These are those things that really again help to bring about mastery. It's important in our you lives. shared that
0: story too. Now though your situation was, well, I hadn't had a salad till I was 20, maybe many of us haven't accepted that we could have and eat and live this healthy lifestyle because of all that we were used to, including the hot pockets. <laughs> and so maybe not that extreme as not having salad, but hey, look what you could do yeah you know at first, yeah you were getting ready to toss it, <laughs> but then you pressed through, you were able to get yep. through because this actually, like you said, life changing yeah. opportunity from a fast.
1: And these things, this is <laughs> again, this is not metaphysical, airy fairy. This is very hard science. And when we're talking about what it's doing with your hormones and your brain function. And so even with what's going on emotionally, you know, because again, all this stuff is governed by what's happening internally This kind of hormonal soup that we can have. So, There was a 2009 study that showed therapeutic fasting alleviated depression symptoms and improved anxiety scores in 80% of chronic pain patients just after a few days, right? The clinicians in this study, and this was uh, the journal Psychiatry Research, found that fasting was frequently accompanied by an increased level of vigilance and a a good uh, beneficial mood improvement and a subjective feeling, so these are the people saying this themselves, of well-being and sometimes euphoria. Nice. Right. And so, again, this isn't just somebody said it. Tom said this. Shout <laughs> out to anybody named Tom. What's up, Tom? And, um, but this is a Psychiatry Research Journal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
0: So, not only removed the depression and anxiety, but also provided a comfort, which you also referenced, sometimes is masked by the consumption of food. Yeah. Here's something where you can reach that place in the absence of that and then the energy can flow yes. to it it's not all hung up and consumed with with exactly. processing food Love exactly
1: that. exactly and this is seen the thing is again oftentimes we don't know what we don't know mm-hmm. and you can look in and all you can dig around and find the stuff this is partially why you guys are part of this with me because i'll do the grunt work and the digging and i'll find the stuff and communicate it to a way that's empowering for you but the information is there you know so another one A study published in the Journal of Nutrition, Health, and Aging looked at the effects of fasting on mood and depression on aging men. The mean age, the average age of the male participants was 60. At the end of the study, they found that symptoms of depression were significantly reduced and significant improvements in well-being and vigor were observed, whereas there were no significant improvements in the control group. So the individuals who fasted, they got the benefit. And again, this is another tool that you can put into your tool belt. Yes. All right, so let's go ahead and move on. We got one more here on our list of eight life-changing health benefits of fasting. Eight is fasting reduces inflammation and accelerates healing. We've demonstrated that already, but just to dive in a little bit deeper, something called oxidative stress and the reactive oxygen species we talked about earlier. This is one of the big underlying causes of inflammation and accelerated aging. So these are reactive pro-inflammatory events that start breaking our tissues down faster than they should be. And this involves unstable molecules called free radicals Mm -hmm. that can damage important molecules like your DNA and proteins and your protein being, like your protein structure. So what was found was that fasting decreased the accumulation of oxidative radicals in the cells and thereby prevents oxidative damage to cellular proteins, lipids, and nucleic acids in this particular study that I looked at. So it reduced the oxidative stress. Good. Right off the bat. Good. It also accelerated the removal of metabolic waste products. So again, inflammation can even be triggered by not having space.
0: Sure.
1: Right? There's just a, a gobbledygook,
0: <laughs> <you said> gobbledygook, <laughs> gobbledygook
1: <laughs> of waste materials that aren't providing room. And so there's just this...
0: Mm-hmm. Your body's pushing back. Yes. There's Your this internal gonna fire that's up. just going to accumulate. It's like
1: little more little pieces of firewood. Yeah. Right? So it's just... Accelerating the removes of metabolic waste products is super important stuff. And researchers from the Department of Immunology and Microbial Science at the Scripps Research Institute found that short-term fasting has a profound effect on autophagy, what we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Breaking down...
0: Brain poo. Yeah,
1: but in, everywhere <laughs> in your body. <laughs> Just, so old liver cells, you know, recycling them. Your liver is really great at that, at recycling materials. So uh, breaking down waste products and also dead cells and this is often referred to as cellular cleansing. Let's just put it like that. I like that. Instead of brain poo. Okay. Cellular cleansing.
0: Cellular (laughs) inner bath.
1: And so there was a study published in the journal Annals of Nutrition and Metabolism that showed that a daily 12-hour intermittent fast was enough to reduce significantly levels of homocysteine and C-reactive protein. Daily. And both of these are big markers for heart disease risk. And in particular, C-reactive protein is a marker for systemic inflammation. So not just like local, like I'm inflamed in my arm, but systemic inflammation, your Relax body's your body. picking up that there's an internal fire somewhere. And it helped to lower those levels.
0: That's good. So let me ask this, if it's daily 12 hours, would this be considered for a period of time? So my question then would be, will any of the seven types of fasting facilitate any of these eight life-changing benefits?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay. Pretty much all of them will. Really? You know, because even with when we're talking about consuming blended foods
2: mm-hmm.
1: for a time period, your body is getting a break significantly with trying to process those foods and break them down because the reality is most people don't chew very well. No. You know, so the body's taking even more energy to try to break that stuff down and... This is going to to definitely facilitate some of this stuff. However, when the whole foods are involved or, you know, the blended foods, you're not going to get as much benefit. Definitely not as much benefit as doing something like with the liquid fats, juice fasting, where it processes relatively quickly and your body has more break time.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Because even if you're blending the stuff, there's still the fiber there, you know, that your body needs to... Essentially fiber, what that is, is indigestible carbohydrate, carbohydrate, basically. But your body still has to Mm -hmm. pass that through. Give them a part-time shift kind of thing. The best strategy is going to be the micronutrient fasting, the water fasting, intermittent fasting, combining those things together, in my opinion, would be the best strategy.
0: So cool. What about that period of time, you say, for a period of time? What determines how long you fast?
1: So let's talk a little bit about that. What does this look like? Well, first, let's actually talk about some of the downsides. Okay. We can't talk about this without talking about the downsides. Uh, I mentioned uh, one of them at the top of the show, which is seeing fasting as the cure to bad behaviors, you know, or negative behaviors. Not really bad, but just mm -hmm. negative behaviors that you perceive as negative, you know, Mm -hmm. because eating some pizza might not be that bad, you know, compared to how we perceive It's like I've screwed up my whole life because I just ate this pizza. Right. You know, so using fasting as a um, kind of an out instead of something that is helpful for all the things that we mentioned. That's one of the downsides because people can definitely I've seen it happen, you know, where it's like I messed up. I need to do a cleanse. Mm -hmm. You know, I messed up. I need to to detox or whatever,
0: whatever it was. So that's
1: inappropriate. But also um, there are some differences. Statistically, there's more information coming out about this It's not really clear yet but uh, there may be some difference between genders with fasting and the benefits and the maybe not so benefits. So one study in women showed that blood sugar control actually worsened after a 22 day long intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. protocol. And I know some women listening right now, like, yeah, I tried that and didn't really work for me that well. Whereas like, for my boyfriend or my husband, like it was incredible. But then there are a lot of women who like get fantastic results. Mm -hmm. It really depends on you and your unique metabolism, but women have more stuff going on generally with their hormones. Of course. You know, and not saying this in an inflammatory way, just that you're more complex.
0: Yes, we are. And
1: beautiful. And so there's more potential issues that tend to happen. And so I want to put that out there that even with intermittent fasting, you might want to cater it and try some of these things. Not that it can't work for you, or be beneficial for you, but you don't want to hang your hat on this is gonna be the ultimate thing sure. and I'm gonna get all these benefits.
0: And figure out what specifically works for me.
1: So and now to answer your question a little bit more, you know, first of all, your body needs to adapt to the new eating schedule, mm-hmm. which it will. But it's being able to discern the difference between am I just a little hungry because of the habit <laughs> or am I actually starving? Right. So when people like, I'm starving, you know, and it's just it's lunchtime and they just had French toast. And, you know, <laughs> a breakfast strudel for breakfast and it's you're like lunch starving. and I'm, like, I'm starving. Mm-mm.
0: Are you really? No, that's happening. No,
1: no, you're not starving. You know, you can actually look online or go to a certain place and you can see what starvation looks like. Wow. Yeah. We are very, very far from that in our starvation. society. That's and true. so it's understanding that your body just needs to adapt to the new eating schedule. And it'll probably do that within a week and you start to feel pretty good. And so a couple of caveats here. It's really important what you eat during your feeding window is gonna make the fasting period so much better. And so really what I wanna point people to is maybe checking out and experimenting with the intermittent fasting. And let me share my schedule with you guys. So my typical day, I generally wake up at 5.30 and I eat my first meal at 10.30 a.m. Okay, so just right around there, 10, 10.30 a.m. And then I have lunch at 1.30. And then I generally train I'm in the gym or training at my home at 4.30 PM. Okay. So about three hours after lunch and post-workout, I'm going to have some hemp protein, some hemp force protein in a shaker bottle. And maybe I might put some fast digesting carbohydrates in there. So that might be some coconut sugar or some honey, you Mm -hmm. know, something like that. But generally I don't do that, but sometimes it depends on what my goal is. Like if it's like, trying to build muscle, add some weight on. That's why you would put that extra and sugar And that
0: there. is why we'll be removing all <laughs> the <that so>, sugar. <laughs> and then
1: for dinner, we'll usually have right around 7, 7.30. And so then I'm fasting until that next 10.30 the next day. And my fasting window is generally about 14 hours, okay. you know, which again, it's really not that bad, not that big of a deal. No? no,
0: but I love that you said it gives your body a chance to go through the processes it needs to repair and heal.
1: And I really just enjoy the clarity and the kind of just this free energy that I have in the morning to be able to write, to be able to do my research, whatever it is that I'm knocking out first thing in the morning. After I do my morning ritual, take care of myself, the work that I do for you guys. Mm -hmm. So I can be just really sharp,
0: you know. Which you are.
1: And so some little additional tips for fasting. So be smart. Just be smart. This is what the Model Health Show is really about is making smart cool and accessible, you know? Like be smart about this stuff. You don't want to go from zero to (laughs) I'm doing a a 10 day water fast. That's just not a good idea, Mm -hmm. you know? So be smart, experiment. Of course, this is all personal choice, but you know, challenge yourself with some of this stuff, but at the same time, structure things so that you win, so that it feels good, right? And also transition back to eating whole foods gracefully. So if you're doing like a juice fast or something like that, and by the way, again, the Fat Loss Code, you can go to the thefatlosscode.com. This is where my program is for all things fat loss, but also my program is in there. The Detox Code mm-hmm. is shared with the members of the Fat Loss Code. And so you get to actually see the structure that I have that I've given my clients. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people over the years. It worked for me. Seeing fantastic results with oh, that. So, yeah. But transitioning back gracefully. Don't go from doing a juice fast for seven days and then you go and, you know, have a burger, Mm -hmm. you might not feel that well, right? So transition gracefully. And the last thing that I wanna share is that if you're gonna be working out to help to stave off protein breakdown, you know, muscle tissue. So for example, if I was, and I've done this before, fasted training in the morning, not every time, but a lot of times I would take some BCAAs, so branched chain amino acids. So these are proteins so that your body can help to stave off breaking down your own muscle and protein for fuel. All right, so just using some BCAAs right before you work out is a good idea. I and mean, actually, one more tiny thing I want to share is that women may want to have a longer feeding window than men, just generally. You know, so maybe instead of doing a fourteen-hour, sixteen-hour intermittent fast window and seeing the results that we've talked about earlier, that women might not respond as well. How about you shorten it to a ten-hour mm-hmm. fasting window, which might be pretty easy. You know, you go to bed, your meal's done at eight p.m., wake up the next day, and you know, you eat at six o'clock or 8 p.m. even, stretch it out to 12 hours. It's not that big of a deal. Sure. You know. But give your body some time. Because we even talked about with 12 hours, you can see some nice improvements. It's just, we've just it's become this society of constant consumption. So
2: sure.
1: everybody, We're thank you so area. much for joining us today. I really hope that you got a lot of value out of this. Lots of things to think about, lots of things to implement, to experiment with, and to also share with the people you care about. Because that's what it's really all about. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome yeah. and you're loving it. Yeah. And I read all the comments. So please leave me a comment there and take care everybody promise to keep giving you more powerful empowering great content to
2: help transform your life thanks for tuning in thanks for
0: listening